brought to you by Communications by Design. This is the Transforming Learning Podcast, where we talk with teachers about classroom strategies that elevate teaching and learning. Our mission is to support teachers. So if you hear a strategy or idea that you find helpful, share the episode with others and subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate feedback, so take a moment to leave a review as well. You can dive deeper into our resources and services or connect with our instructional coaches immediately by visiting cbdconsulting.com slash elevate edu. We hope you enjoy. For episode 18, Elaine talks with Renee Wyman, a special education teacher at Sparta High School. But while this certainly will share tech integration strategies for special education, this conversation is one about a 20-year veteran teacher's constant effort to elevate instruction. Listen as Elaine talks with Renee. Okay, I am here today with Renee Wyman. She teaches special education in Sparta Public Schools. And we are going to just talk about her year of technology integration and reflect on um, how her year went with it and maybe what's changed in her perception. So Renee, go right ahead. Um, what were, how, how did your year go this year with technology? Well, it definitely started out with some I was definitely afraid of how to use the Chromebooks, not only just with our summer internship with you, kind of just feeling really overwhelmed by how many things you can do using a Chromebook from a teacher point of view. And uh, I set really, really tiny goals for myself. You know, like, could I use one folder? (laughs) Could I open one course and do something? And I would kind of just do that. Like, could there be one thing I do in the next month or a couple of months because I think early in the year I didn't meet up with you as much as I did once the fear of doing it had kind of gone away and I once I met like I think I had an October goal and I met an October goal and then then when we met that time I started to really get a little bit more excited about trying some different things and so I I I would uh, walk away and say let's try this extension or let's try to put a couple of assignments into Schoology to be able to do something I had never done before but within a few months of meeting with you every every couple two or three weeks I I it became like this exciting transformation in my ability to allow my special ed kids to overcome their learning challenges and access uh, curriculum I was gonna teach anyways. I was gonna do it old school using dittos and handouts with passages on it. And some of the things that I was doing were effective. I was getting great results, but it was so, it was CD players and it was arcane and the kids felt like it was outdated and I knew it was outdated, but it got me great results. So we just started learning about different kinds of extensions and uh, the ISD and some of my bosses had ideas about um, programs that we wanted to try to use. And, and across time, I, I we just kept adding things and adding things and it became less scary and less overwhelming 
you know, and e if, just if I tried something once didn't mean I had to do that for the rest of the school year. If I wanted to do vocab one way one week and, and, and change it up in a couple weeks later, like we were doing these audio recordings where the kids would Google type into, like they would voice type into a Google Doc, and then I we would use this extension called Read and Write where they could then record their writing. Uh, and the first week I'm just like, cool, let's do that. And then I'm realizing that their voice typing is awful. You know, it's so many errors. So then we started to focus on editing and I got to have these really powerful inter interchanges with the kids. And I used to do it in paper pencil. They would write their summary and they would bring it up to me and we would edit it and they would rewrite it. And it was painful and tiresome and paper pencil awfulness and but when it was on a computer that they talked into then the editing they seemed to have a little more patience working with me one-on-one -on -one. and so I was looking at them with their computer screen opening opened and we would uh, I learned about Grammarly through you and we found out they could be more independent with some of that editing before they came up to talk to me so their time working one-on-one -on -one with me started to shrink which sounds silly to you considering I'm a class of 15 with two adults in here. Oh, I must have all kinds of time to work one-on-one -on -one with kids. But it wasn't that I didn't have the time. It was how freeing it felt to the kids to be able to say, I'm going to write this summary and I know when I come up to you, you're only going to find one or two little things to fix because I know I just spent some time in Grammarly editing it. And then we found other, I mean, so we would do that for a week or so and I'm like, okay, they all can do that. How can, how can we raise the bar? And so then we did these recordings where they would record themselves reading their summary and then they would find even more little things to make better. And uh, I had like three kids with speech goals and speech services. So I was able to share their readings with the speech path, whether she was in our building that day or not. And just watching the kinds of communications I would have with the speech pathologist, I never, I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it. I would never have thought that could change, that I, we've worked together for 20 years I've been doing this. You know, I just didn't realize it would impact so many things and make them more powerfully beneficial for the kids. We're growing things in here. I didn't plan to grow when we talked in June or even August. The kinds of goals I'm writing this year, I've been teaching 20 years and writing goals and objectives about reading improvement, but the kinds of things I'm writing in goals objectives right now, it's fun. It's fun to report those to families at an IEP meeting. How have the students embraced that or what are you seeing? What changes with them are you seeing in the classroom? I think it started with we all felt afraid. We were given these amazing tools that none of us really knew how to use. And um, and honestly, it was painful in September and October when every time we'd open it, nothing would work the way it was supposed to, not only with the school's Wi-Fi kind of not really ready for us, but then I wouldn't know. I would think I'm going to launch something and then we I would give them this assignment and then then it, it wasn't there. You open it and it's not there. And I think one of the cool transformations for the kids became the freedom for your device to not do what you thought it would do and to say, that's okay. Let's see if there's another way to do it or let's table it and come back to it when we can consult an expert. And a lot of times, if we relaxed 
I think that was one of the critical factors is we started to relax and not expect everything to go perfect with anything, not just this device that we were using, but whether it was something in the yogurt, like the other day we lost the key to the, I will get in big trouble. I've lost a building key, right? And we're all panicking. It was a day I wasn't here. And the sub, you know, Mrs. Aarons is like, I will pay a reward if we can find this key. And I said, let's just relax, guys. It's going to turn up. We will think if we relax and stay settled in kind of just processing what that problem is and what it won't do and what we can't find where you know eventually we're going to think of a new place to look we haven't looked before and it's going to turn up mm -hmm. and that same process that we're using with the the schoology assignment okay everybody's going to log their weight training uh goals or their pe goals and their stats from their pe time um it it, it, you know, from we can't get in and it won't work to let's wait and come back to it and find a better way. And, and each time I would meet with you, we would modify it and make it more efficient, make it more meaningful, tweak it to become something that would be more beneficial for the kids. So maybe at first we're just entering some data into an assignment inside of Schoology. Now it becomes a visual where they can, you know, and we're talking months later, right. a visual where they can take that data because it's in a sheet and look at it themselves in a way they, instead of seeing a bunch of numbers down a column, they will be able to look at it as a graph and be able to, you know, truly talk about their own gains and improvements in their data personally right. um, because we didn't give up that first time that that data sheet didn't open because I can't remember. We were opening it the wrong way or something. It was something silly. It was a tiny little step that I taught them to do wrong and some kids it was happening to and others it wasn't. That inconsistency, the idea that why does it work for one and not the other, that allows us to embrace difference and to understand our technology and use it in different ways. Mm -hmm. Kids who don't edit in Grammarly because all of the little cues are actually, they're just clicking, it's not actually a more meaningful editing tool for them, just giving them freedom to see what this device can do for them personally. So it gives them some ownership in their learning process yeah. and it teaches them some adaptability and flexibility Definitely too that. in there. I remember you saying, if I'm working really hard, then there must be a way to use this tool to give it back to the kids. I'm doing a lot of the work, which means they're missing some of the learning. Mm -hmm. And so over and over again across this year, you've been able to give these kids learning back to them by showing me ways to release my power and control into, into uh, options and choices for them. Yeah. So if you had one, one piece of advice for a teacher that is, starting their journey with technology or in their journey of technology, what would that be? That having a goal, a teeny tiny little goal, I'm gonna put this new assignment into this different course, um, little tiny little things and then celebrate that, but have some way that you consistently grow it because it will it will get you excited you will f celebrate your own success they will celebrate the way you're using technology to be a better teacher and I never thought I was a bad teacher to start with but this is amazing yeah. well thank you very much Renee and I think that's a great piece of advice and I want to celebrate your growth from this year and celebrate you so thank you so much for doing the podcast with CBD today thanks 
Thanks for listening to Transforming Learning by CBD. Continue the conversation with us by visiting cbdconsulting.com slash elevateedu, where you can contact a coach immediately or browse more resources like this one. For more podcast episodes, visit anchor.fm slash cbdpodcast or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Help us get the word out by leaving a review and rating as well as sharing on your favorite social media platform. Remember to tag at CBD Consulting.